What is going on? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, here with my co-host. KG, outside of the house. Outside of the house today, filming outside again. I think it's just so much nicer, so yeah, it's a lot less editing work. You know, we're running out of uh, great weather, and you know what I've actually noticed? Now that the weather's changing, we're coming out of summer to fall, I've noticed a lot more people are saying, oh, I feel more tired. I think when there's less sun, you know, it really gets to people. So this is your friendly reminder to take that vitamin D, you know, make sure you're supplementing that, especially as the seasons change. Uh, that is one supplement I'm actually very, uh, you know, fond of. Vitamin D is super important. And when you're getting less sun, that's one thing you want to get. So just a little friendly reminder. Yeah, I just ordered some and it actually arrived yesterday. So that's Ooh, a good reminder. Supplement source? Uh, no, I got it from Amazon. I was ordering mm, a few things off can't there. Go wrong there. Amazon's great. I got Prime. But anyways, yeah, even like in the morning, I'm usually have like a 6:30 a.m. client, and before it was like it was always so bright, and now it's just like so like dark and depressing. I'm like, oh my gosh, like dragging myself out of bed, and that's just the reality. But at the end of the day, you still got to do what you got to do, and you know, crush it every single day. All right, so let's move on over to shout out time. Uh, who do you want to shout out this week? Beautiful. Um, so I'm going to shout out uh, my client Victoria. Um, hopefully she'll allow me to share this. Um, you know, I, there's nothing here that I'm not going to, that I'm going to be sharing that's inappropriate or anything, but basically she, um, did a body recomposition. She came to me and was just looking to pretty much recomp her body, basically change the body fat distribution, become stronger, do all those good things. And her scale weight actually didn't go down much. Basically over the um, last 12 weeks, we've lost just about a pound, but inches have been crazy. I'm looking at her spreadsheet, three inches off the waist. Um, you know, uh, let's see. We've got uh, an inch off the hips. Um, basically, at the end of the day, it was about 10 inches total. Sorry, about 7 to 8 inches. Um, and she sent me a text saying, um, I just literally can't believe I went down in everything. Um, you know, over the 12 weeks, I've watched my former PRs become my new working weights. It's such a cool thing. You know, my students are asking me why my veins are popping out. And Victoria just did everything uh, that I was basically telling her to. Like, we had a bunch of different things. And, you know, obviously for body recomposition, it's a very strategic approach. Um, and there was a couple things we focused on. We, we kept our calories at a consistent level, just around maintenance. She stayed very active. So that's the second thing. Her protein was above 100 grams each day. She crushed the gym consistently for three plus months. You know, we did 12 weeks so far, and we're going to to continue and then she got stronger at hip thrust squats rows bench press pull-ups lunges so those are five things you really need to make sure you you're, you're implementing if you want a body recomp um, which is very hard but you know she saw great results if you saw her progress photos they're amazing and you know shout out to you she signed up for our summer special that's no longer a thing but stay tuned to the end to hear how you can sign up for our coaching awesome yeah i'm gonna go ahead and shout out another fantastic lady i'm working with jen uh, she is an absolute monster, and she's actually a client of ours from the Radical Body Transformation show uh, that we're currently coaching for. Um, you know, the filming for the season, which season? Three season? We're on season three now, is taking place, and I think there's some big moves happening for season four. So if you want, definitely check out um, the Instagram page for the show, Radical Body Transformations. There's another thing we do where we do have clients coming in from that. Um, you know, a lot of these people are coming back from like the film background with very great, um, powerful stories. And Jen is an absolute beast because she has kids. Um, you know, she has a fiance and she's out there hustling. And she actually has managed to lose well over 10 pounds, um, you know, losing measurements on the waist while greatly, greatly, greatly improving her strength. And when she came, she could hardly do a chin up. Um, well, she couldn't do a chin up unassisted. Now she can do 25 unassisted uh, chin ups in the workout across multiple sets. But that is a fantastic feat. And like, she just, you know, no nonsense with her. She's out there hustling. Um, you know, constantly challenging herself. You know, she's a mother making no excuses, 
and week to week she continues to impress me and she just has such a great attitude and now she's training to be a trainer herself which i think is incredible so she's been very empowered through the fitness the experience and i think it's just changed her a lot for that but Huge shout out to I her. think that's amazing. Like, and when I hear you talk about the clients you're working with, and when I think about all mine, and you know, a lot of them just have so many things that get in the way and so many excuses they could make. You know, Victoria, for example, just literally went through the biggest move of her life, transferring from, I believe, it was a condo, and like going all the way across the city. She's like a school teacher, going through like so many different things and lots of moving and lots of you know, living in a hotel for over a week and she's still tracking her macros, still doing everything. You know, some people are sick for a ton of time. You know, your clients have a bunch of kids and there's so many things they could just like, uh, you know, make excuses out of and they just continue to progress every single week. And sometimes there's rough patches, but they still keep going and see great transformations. And that's uh, that's the beautiful thing about online coaching is you have a coach to work with you in your situations. And I think it's very easy to be on your fitness when time's perfect, you know, when work's not busy, uh, when you're not tempted with a lot of bad foods and everything in your life is going great. Um, but I think coaching really, really, um, you know, it really demonstrates this value even more so uh, when we're there with you through the tough times, when things aren't perfect, when you're not motivated, when you don't have time to go to the gym, when you have a weird eating situation, you're not sure what to do. Um, it's more about learning how to make it work with life. And a lot of people would think we say, hey, you need to be perfect. And that's the only way to do it. But that's not the case at all. It's all about doing the best we can for that situation and continuing um, to make sure that you're continuing to progress regardless of your situation. So there's no excuses there. Um, and you have that accountability. So you know, if you're someone who does struggle, that's definitely why coaching is excellent. I mean, anyone, right? We all have our ups and downs. 100%. All right, let's jump right into the mailbag. Mailbox Monday, baby. All right, first question. What is a grandino? What is a grandino? <laughs> you want to hear my grandino story of the day? All right. Today, I'm driving to a client, running a bit late. I got my overnight oats, you know, in my passenger seat. And for those of you who don't know what overnight oats is, uh, it's amazing because you you know, put oatmeal, protein, uh, blueberries, everything you want into um, a container. And the uh, night before, you basically would just put into the fridge, boom, you know, you eat in the morning, tastes fantastic, and it's really quick because you don't have to do anything in the morning. But I'm just driving, and usually, you know, today was my time to drive, and I texted Josh, yeah, man, I spent spilled oatmeal all over, all over my car seat. You know, for those of you who know, I think we talked about it. I just got my car um, six days ago, and now my entire car seat's covered in oatmeal and protein, and it's going to smell. So Grandino is basically Grandino. where, you know, something uh, <laughs> takes place that, shouldn't be happening and you know i've got to maybe spend a lot of money some way or like a ticket or just something like you know maybe crash or you know do something weird and and that's my grandino for the week yeah, let's make this a tradition every week the, the grandino hopefully of the not week. man but at least this will be a zero dollar one like that's, i'll just clean it up you know hopefully get everything true. out and but you know it. what i will say protein stinks yeah if you have old protein one time i remember my kitchen smelled so bad and i scrubbed everything cleaned everything i could not figure it out and then I had just like this one shaker bottle on the counter. And I realized it was old protein and it was so bad. Like, and I think we've all been there. We've had old protein left in a shaker and it smells so bad. Oh. You have to throw it out. Like you cannot get it out. And you have to consider, you know, protein is a, a milk derivative. Uh, so it kind of shares that characteristic and it can get quite, quite smelly. Uh, so that's definitely a downside with protein. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, I'll clean it up. It won't and- be a bad clean. Yeah, we'll move on. Grandino <laughs> at its finest. Okay, first serious question. First serious question. What are your thoughts on so-called dangerous exercises? For example, the upright row, behind the head shoulder press, and quad extensions. Oh, I love this question. So first of all, I think, you know, nowadays, you go on Instagram or every 
person out there is saying that every single exercise is bad and you shouldn't do it. And I think if we listen to everything that they said, then we wouldn't be doing any exercise at all. It's just, uh, it's pretty funny. But I mean, I guess there are a couple common ones like Josh had mentioned that are, you know, consistently um, given a bad name, such as the upright row, overhead shoulder press, quad extension. Um, I mean, I guess we can break them down exercise by exercise. You want to do it that way? Sure. But yeah, I mean, to add on, I think a lot of people make money off of saying, hey, don't do this, do this instead. Or, you know, and at the end of the day, before we even address these specifically, you need to ask yourself, well, you need to understand no exercise is completely safe. If I say go outside and walk, it's a nice, safe, low impact exercise. You could trip over a rock and die. You could walk improperly and, you know, overpronate your feet or something and boom, damage your ankles, your hips, yada, yada. Everything will have some risk associated to it. And that's something you need to understand. And uh, yeah, like, and if you understand that, you can kind of approach in a different way. Now, like, let's take the upright row. If I have bad shoulders or I have an issue with shoulder impingement, I should not be doing the upright row. However, do the upright rows really add a lot of muscularity to the physique? Absolutely. It's a huge, huge shoulder builder. You can get a lot of trap, lateral head, um, anterior head, a lot of work from that. Now it does come in, um, it comes like with an expense, right? It's dangerous. It's similar to like sprinting, you know, like sprinting burns a lot, but of course it's going to be a little bit more dangerous than walking. Like it's just matter of fact. Now you need to understand like, what is your goal? What is, you know, are you prone to injury? Or are you not prone to injury? So for me, I've done upright rows pretty much my entire training um, history, and I've had zero shoulder injuries, zero anything, whereas Kyle has a little bit more of an issue with impingement, so he can just avoid them. So it's once again, cost, benefit, right? You need to analyze the two and then make an educated decision about what you will do and what you won't do. And at the end of the day, every exercise has some chance of risk, um, but it's all just about balancing that out and doing things that are, you know, minimal risk to you, but will still improve your muscularity. And to me, a lot of the exercises that will, you know, are kind of riskier actually do tend to build a lot of uh, muscularity. So you need to make sure you're doing them very correct and safely. And if you're doing it with control, more or less, you should be fine without that predisposition. But that's my opinion. I think people are a little too dramatic. And then YouTube people just share, oh, you shouldn't do this because it, you know, creates controversy, gets views. Then all the little zealots go commenting on our videos. Athlean X said, don't yeah. do this. <laughs> don't do this. And don't do it. You're going to die. And it's just like, what the heck? Like, let's relax here. You know, yeah. like it's not going to, you're not going to break your shoulder in half doing an upright row. And there's also better alternatives. Like I find the cable yeah, is that. a lot more natural. Of course, yes, the upright row does put you in a weird position. And I mean, I would avoid it and just do the cables. Once again, you know, you have wrist problem, elbow problem. Um, maybe don't do easy bar skull crushers. Do dumbbell skull crushers. Yeah. Find the variant. And if something honestly hurts you to do, don't do it. Just find a substitute. Fine. But if it's not hurting you, you find you can build good muscularity. And another good example is, um, you know, actually like rotating your wrist on the lateral raise on um, that cupping movement you can get a little bit more development towards the lateral head and uh, towards the anterior head with that little bit of twist and it's actually been shown to increase your muscularity now of course it's not as safe in terms of impingement but it will benefit me in terms of muscularity now i have no issues with impingement so i choose to do it but that is a personal decision and at the end of the day you need to balance that muscularity and if you're not doing anything challenging like deadlifts if you're like oh i don't want to strain my back you're going to risk a lot of the gains that could be on the table and you end up one of those people that gets weirdly obsessed with calisthenics and never gets anywhere yeah seriously and then like when i look at something like behind the head like um shoulder press and even the behind the head uh, lap pull down sometimes I just question it and I just ask why like that's one of the you know honest 
only exercise I'm just like it really doesn't make any sense to me um, to be doing something like that because I find that the regular OHP or the regular lap pull down yield amazing results there's literally nothing wrong with it and putting your I guess shoulders into that position and, and especially loaded I find there's really like not much benefits and I don't think anyone can say that you'll look at significantly better results by doing it behind the head and for me personally with like seeing some messed up shoulders I'm like why the heck would I ever do that um, so that's kind of the one you know quad extensions are fantastic like I just love them at the end of a workout and I think this is something to consider for all of you if you're doing quad extensions and you're just literally locking out your knees and like putting all the strain on that at the end of the movement of course it's going to be bad for you and you're not going to you know your knees aren't going to feel great but if you're just really controlling on the way down getting a nice squeeze in the quads I think they're great but even I see some people on Instagram like oh tire flips you should never do them they're horrible like I don't know why all these moms are doing it and stuff like that and for me I have nothing wrong with it only if you know they're doing it with a completely rounded back like a deadlift and uh, like like you know the improper deadlift you see a lot of people doing and like all the load goes to the lower back but if your legs are nice and wide you have a neutral spine you're lifting with your legs as well as your back I think it's a fun alternative so it's hard to say because you go on Instagram and everyone says you should be doing this you shouldn't be doing this and I saw a guy posting you shouldn't be doing tire flips they suck they're boring there's no point in them but you know to each their own and I think they're great and I love having people do it and you know a lot of my clients that come into the gym they find it so cool the fact that they can flip a 300 pound tire with good form and you know I guess it's to each their own but just be safe and do proper form for everything and you'll be good to go every exercise has its purpose right like some people don't need to be doing tire flips you know if you for instance i have a client um, who had a major back reconstructive surgery and i would never ever have her do that and because of her situation i'm very very careful the only back work she really gets is body weight work light rowing work and um, body weight movements like supermans and things to really kind of build that posterior chain a lot of glute work and I will never, ever have her doing that. Saying so, mm-hmm. you know, some people don't have the natural, um, you know, kind of biomechanics to actually be able to deadlift correctly because deadlift's kind of weird. You know, the bar's in front of you and some people, their femurs are too short, too long, their arms are long, and it just doesn't work out right no matter how hard you try. And then at the end of the day, like, tires can be a great substitute for that. You know, you can still load those legs. You can do it in a different way. You can push it forward. It's a little more objective based because you're actually just trying to lift it. It's easier for the brain to comprehend. Um, so everything has its role. And, you know, some people say never bench press. Why do you do that? You won't get as much muscularity as a dumbbell press, but you know, maybe you prefer to work the barbell and you have really bad, um, you know, uneven chest and you just want to stay away from dumbbells or you have bad, um, you know, central nervous control and you can't really balance the dumbbells to start. Like everyone has a different situation. Of course, most of the time I'd say, yes, start with dumbbell, but it really, really depends. And there's exceptions to every rule and every injury will have an exception. So it really depends on you. And that's why, once again, we recommend online coaching so much. And uh, even Kyle, you know, he had a client he was talking to about he should get on a program. He's transitioning him out of personal training. Um, and, you know, the client said, oh, but I can just Google a routine. And Kyle said, well, you know, you want a fully customized routine. Because here's the thing. I can Google a routine, but I'm just going to end up doing some Roy Head's routine. Yeah, that like could Jay be, Cutler's routine. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that could be completely dumb and horrible for me, you know. Like, and I could have a ton of knee issues, and it could be all centered around things that are super hard on the knees or the shoulder, right? And that's why when someone comes to us and they say, oh, I have impingement here. I've had uh, reconstructive surgery here. Then we go, okay, we're going to work around this and program things that will specifically benefit you and get you the most muscularity for the least amount of detriment to actually have you progress without getting you injured. And that's always the balance, right? And then even with volume loads, you know, by running someone else's routine, you're going to run a super high volume routine and chances are you're not ready for that. So it's all about learning how to scale that, having someone managing that. And that's why that custom routine is a thousand times more valuable because you're not going to overtrain, you're not going to undertrain, 
you're not going to hurt yourself and everything is just really meticulously um, you know thought about and controlled and then that's how you're going to get the best results with the least amount of expense and you're not going to over fatigue yourself I love it I love it hopefully this helps a lot of people because we get asked about this a lot yeah this was a great question so we're thankful this was asked because we really wanted to so show it to you Timmy all right next question I've been lifting for about three years now I am 6'2 and weigh 215 I seem to be stuck on the bench press lifting 185 and I see guys much smaller than me benching more. In both your podcasts and YouTube videos, I've heard you say keep 10 on the bench. What exactly does it mean and do you have any other tips for increasing weight? Love the content. Keep it up. Thanks. So we'll break this into the two questions that it is. So what is getting tight on the bench? So if you go to YouTube Colossus Fitness and search how to or how to bench press Colossus Fitness, we have a really good tutorial where I teach pinning. So when I say keeping 10 on the bench, um, a lot of people will just flop on the bench, unrack the bar and call it a day. But at the end of the day, you actually want to retract your scapula. So kind of pull your shoulder blades together, lift up that chest, arc out that spine, and then you're benching in this position, kind of like you're doing a bridge. And then when you're doing this, you're tight. You know, your torso is a tight unit. You're not going to be wiggling side to side, up and down. You're not going to lose that. And when you have this tight position, it's a lot easier for you to bring those elbows down and flare out of the bench press. Now, if this sounds really like you're like, what is flaring? What is tightening? What is, why are your elbows coming down? Like what the heck? Watch the video. Um, it'll be a lot harder to explain it over the podcast than I will in the YouTube um, video. We have tons of great free content out there where you can learn how to do pretty much any exercise. And I go through everything, you know, part by part. And I really recommend this, you know, even if you're not a strength training person or you're not trying to hit 405, um, learn how to bench properly, learn how to do it optimally, because this is how you'll be in the safest and strongest position. But the reason this tightness is so important is when people flop down, I'll see them halfway off the bench, or they're lifting their feet, and they can't maintain this pressing position. Whereas when you're really loaded up like that, um, it just allows everything to move smoothly. And then eventually you can learn leg drive and these other advanced mechanisms to really improve that bench. Um, now to in terms of improving the bench, uh, what do you got to say, Kyle? So that's some variations, man. We've been doing some pin press lately, breaking down the actual bench press which will also help you know with tricep with lockout all that good stuff and I know for a fact that's going to help us blow up the bench like Josh and myself are going to be hitting some big numbers and there's two small changes we've made recently is we've increased the frequency of our bench pressing so if you really struggle and you only bench one time per week chances are maybe if you do it two or three times with like properly program uh, you know periodized numbers you will see great progress and then also adding in different um, you know sticking points uh, or any areas that you actually do stick in on the bench press adding in different um, you know variations uh, will be fantastic you know there's different things like the spotto press uh, there's things like the pin press the floor press which is also great for just improving the bench press so you don't always have to be doing like bench press bench press bench press you can even do something like a single arm dumbbell alternating bench press which should be fantastic you know for um, working each arm individually helping with any imbalances and you know um, those are my top two things that I think you could change right away once again I swear we didn't even try to do this hire a coach get a routine if yeah. you can't increase your bench i'll increase your bench for you so easy um proper periodization utilization of these um alternate movements as kyle just said are going to be your keys to success i see so many people struggling with the bench um and it's not like you're at a high plateau you know like for instance me i've been stuck at about 360 370 i think i'll break through that this block Jeez. but i do attribute a lot of that to you know maintaining my body weight or reducing it technically because i've kind of gone down from 220 but held my pr similar to where it is um but now that i'm doing a small um surplus i'm just going to do a little bit of a lean gain here um i'm really focusing on blowing up that bench i want to hit 405 uh super super bad even though i'm not necessarily meant to do so i have very long arms horrible leverages for benching i'm more so made to deadlift um and kind of weirdly squat 
But at the end of the day, it's no excuse. Um, but, you know, to be stuck at 185 when you're 215, like, as a guy, you should definitely be able to bench body weight, especially if you've been training for a while. I mean, don't feel bad if you can't. Um, but it's definitely very possible is what I'm saying. You know, regardless of your genetics or your limitations, um, you know, if you were to do a routine, I could easily get that done. It's all about prop periodization. A lot of guys get stuck because they try to max out every time. Yeah. That's just going to have you spinning your tires. A lot of the time, and with powerlifting, you know, you're running through these phases, right? You have the volume phase, and, you know, you have the introduction of weight phase and then you have an overloading then you have a back off and you re overload and they like it's very technical but these things do work and this is how you actually progress forward by manipulating these factors and that kind of brings you up a weight class um, of how much you're hitting and then you can rework off of that and then keep uh, continuing to build and scale that up but once again another great tip too you know is increase the body weight um, but your weight seems pretty perfect for where it's at um, you know, improve your muscularity and other lifts, you know, train your chest more, train your triceps more, train your shoulders more. And another reason a lot of people stick is they don't actually, yeah, once again, work the shoulders and the triceps. Those two will really feed into your bench. So utilize a lot of, uh, you know, close grip bench press. As Kyle, you said that, I didn't right? say close. That was the one okay, I didn't yeah. say, but yeah, that's But great. yeah, so something like that where you actually just put a ton of the load on the triceps. If it's significantly, significantly weaker than your bench, then that might be your culprit. And by bringing that up, you know, you can really get it going. But uh, the bench also, you can break down by where you're failing so if you're failing off your chest you know you struggle at the bottom there it's going to be a lot of shoulder and chest work uh whereas if you're, you know you're kind of failing at the top it's going to be more so your tricep so you can kind of work off of that and then do accessories to specifically feed into that all right next question best ways to improve grip strength Jeez, i love this one so to give you a little backstory recently i was at the cne well this isn't a backstory but i just failed on one of those like dead hangs basically Wild. you have to hold for two minutes and you win a huge teddy bear and i made it to a minute and a half and i failed that was and the my... caught him last month <laughs> it was a challenge of the month um and i was just so embarrassed i was so mad i saw so many other people winning and i was just like my hands gave out but my next challenge for next year is to go to that cne and win this Jeez. and get a huge teddy bear but i mean i love uh something like uh even like dead hangs um because obviously, you know, it's just going to challenge your grip strength. But something I've been really loving and adding, I think everyone should do some type of loaded carry into the routine, basically, you know, at least every single week. Um, and farmer's walks are amazing, just overloading, because it's fantastic for um, just your grip strength, you know, your forearms, your back strength, your core, you know, your legs are involved because they're propelling the walk. So I think everybody should be doing some type of farmer's walks or even like an overhead carry. Um, but I think, you know, farmer's walks are great for improving grip, grip strength, but also really heavy deadlift lifts you know don't use any of these straps to you know if you're doing four or five hundred pounds um you're going to improve your grip strength without a doubt on a deadlift you know what else you got it. here what i else love you got it here? i'm struggling here farmers i mean deadlifts. i'm a big fan train back hard you know yeah. if you train back hard you're gonna your improve your grip strength like crazy deadlift yeah deadlift will blow up your grip strength alone i mean that's just nasty and if you can go double overhand until you kind of plateau and before you switch to mixed yeah. grip so double overhand is just Literally, like if you were to grab a bar high, you'd grab it. Mixed grip, one hand's pronated, uh, one hand supinated. So supinated, you know, is palm up, pronated is the opposite. So you're holding it like that, um, you know. And then I guess that's a good bonus question. Does that promote an imbalance? A lot of people will say, oh, I've heard you shouldn't do that for deadlifts. Uh, you know, this is debated right now whether this mixed grip will kind of cause an imbalance. I haven't had an issue. I tried switching, but it's just way too awkward. 
and I have once again not had that imbalance. If you feel it does, just every session switch it up. You know, um, you know, do mix grip the opposite way and don't overthink it like that. But uh, yeah, like I would just train back hard. You know, just continue to challenge yourself. But the loaded carry is definitely my number one suggestion. Yeah. So. Kyle killed it there. I'm going to oh. start practicing with some more dead hangs, man. Those are pretty beastly. And those are also great for even just, you know, a, a great stretch that I think everyone should be doing as well. True that. Yeah, that's one thing I really do. I know you especially do that a lot. My back, it's, especially me, like I find my back, it's really jacked up when I deadlift and squat a lot. You know, it's just super compressed. And we just hang and you kind of let everything extend out. It just feels really right. So I definitely recommend, uh, you know, utilizing those. Just hang and let everything stretch. Don't force anything. And it feels amazing. Just chill. All right, last question. People have been asking about the summer special. The summer special. Is it wow. still on, Kyle? Is it still on? This is our last question. Oh, I mean, it's pretty summery out here. You know, we've got the sun. It's 23 degrees, but unfortunately, it's September here in Canada. Well, everywhere it's September, but <laughs> summer's coming to an end. So it's officially done. The summer special is no longer here. And I'm sad to say it because... You know, so many people took advantage of it. You know, basically, for those of you who don't know, it was just one month commitment. We've had people, as you can see, going on 12 weeks, now 16 weeks, who are just seeing great results. But we're no longer accepting people for the summer um, special. But, you know, we figured everyone's seeing great results. People are enjoying it. People are asking about our coaching. And we wanted to come up with, like, a different approach um, for you guys to sign up and take advantage. So now we have the 90-day New Year sale. Jeez! We've got okay. the 90-day New Year sale. The reason we called it this is because if you look in your calendars right now, we're approaching October. Let's say October 1st will be the start date. That's 90 days, you know, three months from New Year's. We're firm believers that if you want to reach your goals and you wait till uh, you know, January 1st. Tell them how summer bodies are made, buddy. Summer bodies are made in the winter, in the fall, whatever you want to call it. If you're waiting till January 1st to sign up for coaching or to get in the best shape of your life, it's not going to happen right now you're going to fail. So we want to take those who are actually serious, who want to reach their goals, who want to start before the herd does January 1st, who want to be in the gym right now before everybody walks into the gym January 1st, and we're going to help you guys out at a discounted rate. Basically, it's going to be a three-month commitment, but it's going to be at a fraction of the price. Okay. So all you have to do is head over to our website, colossusfitness.com, go to online coaching, and 90 days, I guarantee you, you will get in the best shape of your life. If you don't, we'll give you your money back. Like, I'm dead serious. Right. People will see amazing results. Now, here's the thing. We're not just taking anyone. So, you're just going to head to the website. You can't actually purchase it. You have to apply. Um, but just give us some great background info and kind of convey to us, you know, where you're at, where you want to be, and why you're serious. You know, we only really want to work with people that are very serious here, especially with this three-month term. We want to transform you in 90 days. And uh, we're really going to center it around that. It's just to transform you in that time, you know, get you in and out. And if you've never experimented with personal training, online coaching, this is for you. Um, even if you already have but if you haven't especially this is for you you know if you've always been on the fence about it this is your chance to get in for a lot less to have someone just take a quick look over everything tune up everything tune up your form tune up um, your understanding of how hard you should be working at the gym how much volume you should be doing tune up your nutrition you know really get you in that amazing shape and really get you on track and where you want to be so in this 90 days we're going to transform everything and then we're going to help you transition out of this too so you can go take care of business going into the new year but if you're serious about getting in shape and you're saying 
saying, I'll start tomorrow or I'll do this later. You're not going to do it. Uh, tomorrow never comes, as we like to say. It's always today. And uh, we see so many people that go, oh, I want to start in the future. Yeah. And then they look the same always, right? So if you're serious, go to the website. You know, Take some time to actually write us and let us know why you would be good for this because this is an even better deal than the summer special. I yeah, can't believe we're doing is. this. But yeah. you know, we really want people to transform. And three months is a perfect it's amount perfect. of time to do that. We're going to make each day of these 90 days impactful and just incredible. If you give us 90 days of hard work and commitment, we'll add five years to your life. Okay? <laughs> Working out, just sticking to the nutrition. Honestly, like it's but so even funny. The mental, the tools, once you yeah. actually understand logging and what you should be eating and how hard you, like just this understanding will train, change everything. You know, it's like creating a new normal. It's like, you know, like let's say you lived in some little um, village somewhere, you know, and you didn't see much and you didn't know what was going on. You know, all you'd really ever aspire to do is like the best you could in that scenario. Um, but if you drop this person off in a major city in the world, it's like, what the heck? You know, it broadens your horizon. So, you know, by working with someone who's worked with hundreds of people that can actually transform you, you know, will really expand your understanding of to what's possible. And you'll be amazed at the results you can do in just this time. 90-day New Year's sale, ColossusFitness.com. Mm. Sign up now. If your email says, I want to get fit and that's it, you're not going to be accepted. You know, Tell us why you should be accepted because there is a cutoff. We've got 10 spots available. That's all we can handle. And it's going to be officially starting October 1st. That's basically 90 days. So get you know your spot now and, uh, and we'll see if you're the right fit for us. All right. We'll see you in the email. Thank you, everyone else, for listening. And uh, you know, definitely take advantage of this. Please re- leave a review if you haven't already. Um, that means a lot. We haven't been getting too many lately. We've been a little sad. Kyle, one day he woke up and he called me crying and he said, I don't know if I can do this anymore. The reviews aren't coming in. And yeah. I said, dude, they're going to leave a review. Don't worry. Just watch this episode. I'm going to let him know the truth. No more crying every morning. <laughs> no more crying. We can't no have more. Do you want to see Kyle crying? Look at this stuff, man. We can't, we can't have that. So just head over to iTunes, leave a review. It needs to be iTunes. There's no other way to do it, um, but it'll mean the world. All right. Love you all. Peace. Peace. <laughs>